Hello, Arlene Petway here. Welcome to Christpiration's podcast. Yes, I can use you. Do you believe that God has a certain kind of person that he uses? I do, but it's not what you think. I don't believe it has anything to do with educational accomplishment, financial prowess, or social standing. God expressly said that he chooses the foolish things of this world to shame the wise. That's why many people who fall in these categories think it's foolish to follow the ways of Christ, but they are wrong. I came to understand this a little more as I read John 20. It's resurrection morning and early, even before the sun comes up, Mary Magdalene runs to the tomb, bless her heart. John 20, one and two, and then 11 to 18. Early on Sunday morning, while it was still dark, Mary Magdalene came to the tomb and found that the stone had been rolled away from the entrance. She ran and found Simon Peter and the other disciple, the one whom Jesus loved. Mary was standing outside the tomb crying and as she wept, she stooped and looked in. She saw two white robed angels, one sitting at the head and the other at the foot of the place where the body of Jesus had been lying. Dear woman, why are you crying? The angel asked her. Because they have taken away my Lord, she replied and I don't know where they have put him. She turned to leave and saw someone standing there. It was Jesus, but she didn't recognize him. Dear woman, why are you crying? Jesus asked her. Who are you looking for? She thought he was the gardener. Sir, she said, if you have taken him away, tell me where you have put him and I will go and get him. Mary, Jesus said. She turned to him and cried out, Rabboni! which is Hebrew for teacher. Don't cling to me, Jesus said, for I haven't yet ascended to the Father. But go find my brothers and tell them, I am ascending to my Father and your Father, to my God and your God. Mary Magdalene found the disciples and told them, I have seen the Lord. Then she gave them his message. She gets up early in the morning seeking the Lord's body. Let me tell you a little bit about this same Mary. She had seven demons cast out of her. Can you imagine that? Can you imagine the mental instability in this woman's life? The things, the sinful things that these intruders were making her do? The voices in her head, the oppression over her life, the complete despair that she dealt with every single day? But one day she meets Jesus and he changes all of that. He gives her a new life. Now here she is, this previously disturbed woman, looking for her Lord, her Savior, her Deliverer. She can hardly believe that he's gone. How could this be? How could this happen? The only one who had the power to rescue her from her past, to deliver her from all those demons, was crucified. She was desperately looking for answers, looking for Jesus, and she finds him, only he's not dead, he's alive. She didn't recognize him at first, but when he called her name, instantly she knew him and ran to embrace him. He came to settle her doubts, to establish her in truth so that she could be used by him. He said, 
you can't cling to me now. I haven't gone to the Father yet. What? That blows me away. He appears to this woman before he appears to the Father or his disciples? That's amazing. Then he sent her with a message to the others. I'll say that again. He sent her with a message to the others. The first one to carry a message from God after he rose from the dead was Mary, a woman. You go, evangelist Mary Magdalene. If you knew anything about Jewish culture, you would understand how absolutely astounding this is. This is where many skeptic arguments about the resurrection, it just falls apart. Upon looking at the evidence, they have to conclude that Jesus died at the very least. The Romans were very successful in killing him. They were very successful in killing everybody. They always were. But he didn't rise from the dead, according to them. Someone stole his body and made up a grand story about his resurrection. The thing is, if a tale was fabricated by the disciples, the story and the plot would have been much different because this would have been a total embarrassment. There is no way on earth they would have written a woman into the storyline to be the first to see the risen Lord or the first carrier of the good news. This would have made them a laughing stop. But it was written as it was written because it was the truth. They didn't even want to believe what she was saying when she came to them because she was a woman. Never mind her checkered past. I love this woman and what God did in her life. It gives me hope. I have often wondered if God could ever use me. I've often felt so inadequate that God doesn't use folks like me. I'm an unpolished and ill-equipped and um, just inarticulate woman originating from the housing projects of Bridgeport, Connecticut. My past is so tainted and full of pain. What can come out of my life for God's glory? But God knows. The point is this, it doesn't matter your background, it doesn't matter your struggles, it doesn't matter the darkness of your past. You're exactly the kind of person that God is looking to use. There is only one prerequisite, and Mary knew what that was, seek him. She went to the tomb to seek him, and we need to seek him. Matthew 6, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. God exalts those who humble themselves and put his agenda first. Let your heart cry be, Lord, I am seeking after you. Please use me.